0: to get your free download today, or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. As a woman of faith, I believe that God takes everything we go through in our life, and he works it all together for our good. In this episode, you're going to hear two women having a conversation. It's raw, it's real, it's honest, and I hope you find something that touches your life as well. This is Dawn Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and you're listening to my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So if you haven't done so, hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. All right, you ready to get your brave on? Let's do this. Well, hey, everybody. It's so great to see you. I'm your host, Dawn Damon, and you are listening to The Bravehearted Woman. And today I have an amazing surprise for you. We are all the way around to the uttermost parts of the world. I have secured for you an amazing guest. Now, I'm going to introduce her in a minute, but let me tell you just a little bit about my guest today. She is a professional speaker, a writer transformational coach a stylist which you will clearly see and midlife transition mentor she's the founder of women reinventing midlife and transformational pathways australia yes i gave it away would you please welcome today deb johnstone hey Yay!
1: thank you thank you thank you for inviting me dawn i'm so glad that we've managed To make this happen because we've had a few things get in the way, haven't we?
0: (laughs) We have. We've been trying to connect for a while, but (laughs) think about the ability of technology today that allows us to connect. It's seven o'clock at night for me as I'm in the studio, and it's 10 a.m. for you. And here we are in the totally different places of the earth and yet connected. That's so wonderful. It's exciting. So I've been, I, I've said a moment ago, I've been following you and I'm so excited to have you on the program today because you and I are doing very similar work. And I wanted my audience to be able to meet you and also glean from you. You do something called reinventing midlife, women reinventing. So mm-hmm. I have to ask you that. What is it all about? Why do we have to reinvent when we hit
1: midlife <laughs> yeah yeah it it, it, it it certainly feels like we're reinventing I think you know um it's not really being someone different to who we are it's 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 all about reinventing the space of life that we're in and, and there's kind of a double meaning to it it's like we're also reinventing the perception of what midlife has been up until now as well I mean I love that part of it as well because you know there's that perception of and I'm sure you'll agree of oh you know life's ending or life's slowing down or um, I'm coming to the uh, to the latter path of my life or um, and, and of course there are less years in front of us than there are behind us but that doesn't mean that life's coming to an end. So so for me, you know, it's that, that perception of midlife that we're reinventing, but also the fact that we're probably reinventing maybe one or two different aspects or even all aspects of life when we reach this stage.
0: I so agree with you because I have seen so many women. So I'll start by saying this. I actually have... So wonderful women friends, but they've all been like 10, 20 years older than me. I was just always the youngest one. And so I've kind of watched how they hit midlife and the transition. And I did. Sadly, I saw so many of them just slow down and just stop caring. Stop caring, no longer being a lifelong learner or student, growing, stretching, no growth development plan, just living by default, not by design, just whatever comes my way. And I kind of made a vow to myself when I would see that, I'd say, I'm not doing that. I want to stay relevant. I want to stay strong. I'm not afraid to age, but I want to age well. So reinventing the perception because people think we're just supposed to hang it up. But yeah. then, like you said, just reinventing maybe even our own perception or our own mindsets. So that not saying that we're done, keeping a young, youthful mindset is, is that part of the reinvention too?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Keeping keeping a young a youthful mindset. Keeping the mindset of um, I still want to grow, I still want to learn, I still want to live my greatest potential. You know, I still um, I still want to um, keep evolving um, because you know if we don't continue to evolve, then we do just stagnate. It, it's it's an absolute fact yeah we we it's important that we keep evolving and, and, and part of that is like challenge learning new things doing new things you know um and it can it can get a little scary around this phase of life all of those three things <laughs> learning stepping out of your comfort zone all those things yeah totally
0: totally that's why I call the practice that I have brave hearted women, because I think it takes a lot of courage to, to keep stepping out. You came to this place and decided to create even a club. I want to hear about it because you went through transition yourself when mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have an empty nest. Tell us a little bit about you personally.
1: Mm, yes. Yeah. So so for me, you know, I started my coaching Business 10 years ago when I was when I went through emptiness. I actually started it just before. I think my intuition was probably telling me I needed to do something. So um I started it just before I had an emptiness. So but even so, the emptiness was still a challenge, really challenging time. And and I really feel in my heart for women that that don't have something new to focus on like that, that, it, that go through that because it, it really tugs at your heart. Um,
0: it does. It's really a real does.
1: thing. Big transition, big, big transition and it leaves a void. So, you know, I, I, I'm I so glad that I had my business and I started it at that stage um, and I had something to focus on. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways my business became my baby and I really nurtured it. I put all my time and energy into it. And um, and I I actually burned out, but it was I burned out. It was like it happened at the same time as menopause. So uh, which happens oh, to man. so many women, so many. <laughs> that's, that's like the perfect storm. It was a perfect storm yeah. because most of the time I'm thinking, is this a symptoms of adrenal fatigue or is this menopause? Like, a, But they're both so similar, both so similar. Um, yes. And they're, they're both both stirred a lot by the amount of stress that you deal with.
0: Yeah, say a little bit of, about that yeah. more because um, some women just sail through menopause and other women just their lives are just turned up. I've been in menopause for eight years and I still have the hot flashes. I mean, the bulk of it's over, obviously, but say more about adrenal fatigue and menopause. What were some of the symptoms that you were battling with?
1: So for me, it was sleeplessness. Like I was just, I would probably average about three or four hours sleep at night. Um, and that went on for a whole year before I did something about it. Anxiety was extreme, you know, extreme anxiety. Um, Hot flashes was another. Weight gain was another. Um, mm-hmm. What else? They're the main ones that I remember um, yeah. more so than anything. And what I have learned from the many women, the many experts that I've connected with around the world about this, is what I've learned is the stress. It's actually our stress, the amount of stress that we deal with, that that makes the symptoms worse. So it's quite possibly the reason why some women sail through and some women don't. Some women get some really full-on symptoms. So quite often it's actually adrenal exhaustion as much as menopause. So because of the amount of stress we've been dealing with. Yes. Um, And and the way that affects how we produce hormones or not. So um, and even so, what I've also learned And Dr. Barbie Taylor actually teaches this, is when we don't have symptoms, we also need to go and get get ourselves checked out because we might have silent symptoms, which are things like osteoporosis, um, diabetes, the beginning of heart disease, that sort of thing. So it's been a real eye-opener for me going through my own journey and learning all this stuff, you know. Yes. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's really insightful. I've never heard about silent symptoms, but that makes Mm -hmm. so much sense because all of this is going on in the female body. And so, you know, we just mentioned perfect storm. But when you think about it and, and for all of my wonderful sisters who are listening right now, you are not alone. We get you. You have an empty nest, perhaps you wonder what your purpose is now. On top of that, you look in the mirror, I don't know if you experienced this, Deb, but you look in the mirror and you just go, who is that lady looking back at me? Like, mom, what are you doing in my mirror? <laughs> I, how did I, how did I, how did I get here? It just seems like it was yesterday I was taking care of babies and now they're all gone and I'm wondering what it is that I do. And then on top of it, now I feel like my body has been taken hostage by a gang of ugly, mad hormones. And, you know, so it's a real thing, right? Real thing. You helping women do handling this, coaching this? Are you seeing a lot of that as well?
1: It's the things that I mainly coach. Yes. The things that I mainly coach around are the other parts of menopause, which is the lack of clarity and the confusion and the fogginess, you know, Um, and helping them gain the clarity that they're looking for. I think, you know, menopause is is a gift even though it doesn't feel like it when we're going through it. It is a gift because it's the onset of the big transition of moving moving into the wise woman. So, it's, ooh, I got shivers when I I said did
0: that. too. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. And I, I feel like um, so many ladies, and and it was true for myself too, that I my confidence, it, 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 it waned a little bit because sometimes we're not aware of the fact that we have more confidence than we think in how we show up, in our ability to be beautiful or put on nice clothes or or be quick witted, and when when some of those things start to wane a little bit, you think, "Well, oh, my confidence is leaving." It's like, "Well, no, it, you're just having the ability to have the core of you strengthened because maybe you had some confidence in things that weren't really solid anyway." Yeah,
1: yeah, Do that's you- right. Because it does, it brings to light the stuff we need to work on, doesn't it?
0: It does. So that, that can kind of hide and then when we don't have those things to lean on, the wise woman must emerge. You have to become strong. So tell me a little bit, I saw on your website too that you do something called Her Rediscovery. What yes. is that about, Deb?
1: Her Rediscovery is all about discovering who we are now because when we move in through this menopausal transition, and you know, it's not just a, a one-year thing. Like you said, you've been going through it for eight years. Saying, you know, we're post-menopause really for the rest of our lives, aren't we? And you yeah. know <laughs> if yeah. we don't work, on it, yeah, that's right. <laughs> if we don't work on what we need to work on, it keeps showing up until we do. So it's kind of um her discovery is really about discovering who we are now because we're not the same person we were 20 years ago, 10 years ago, even five years ago really, mm-hmm. um, as roles and different um, positions that we serve, different labels that we've become through our life, whether it's been mother, daughter, you mm-hmm. know, um, employee, whatever it is, business owner, those roles change and they shift as we get older and it kind of we get to the stage where we lose a sense of identity and I know that was my story when my dad passed away and that's what really led me to moving into working more predominantly with midlife women because I lost my sense of self Mm -hmm. completely lost my sense of self I lost confidence I lost motivation I lost my drive um, and and I felt like my foundation had just been ripped away from underneath me. So that was what made me move more predominantly to work with midlife women and then create that program of helping a woman get that strong sense of identity of who she is without all those roles and labels. And it sounds like a really nice thing to do for yourself. It's a self-care thing, which is It absolutely is. But it forms the foundation of giving us clarity on what we want this next chapter to look like. Mm -hmm.
0: I like what you're saying there, because I think sometimes when we talk about, and I'm a coach as well. So maybe I'm doing a course, or I'll put something out there. And it's, you know, gain vision for your life, don't just have another year have a new year and and reach for your goals and 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 it can sound so esoteric or fluffy but it really isn't i like what you're just saying right now it, it really is a foundation for you because yeah. whether you like it or not it's a new day you you don't have those roles to lean on the it, it transition has come and it can happen for you or it can happen to you you get to choose how you want to face it, right?
1: Yeah, I got the tingles again when you said that. It can happen for you or to you. It's so true. Yeah, right. so, so true. And it, it is easy to lean on those roles, the same as it's easy to lean on the reflection that we see in the mirror. The right. truth is we can age and it's, you know, whether we age well in the way that we look or not, what's happening internally what's happening internally is so important because it's that that's going to give us the fulfillment.
0: Yes. Mm. I t- teach something I call the five fortitudes and the fortitudes are, you know, to give us the, the brave heart, of course. But one of the things I talk about and I've heard you speak about it too, is this whole area of identity and mindset And then speaking powerful words, how everything just works together in terms of creating that future, that having a dream, using our imagination, believing for something great, seeing beyond just what is right here, but into the future. I have a belief that we should develop a really good relationship with the future us whoever we want to be talk about this lady that we're going to be in five years. I say to some people, if you could, if you could talk to your younger self, what would you say? Okay, we get that. But if your older self could come to you and talk to you right now, mm-hmm. she would say, keep living, yeah. keep dreaming, keep exercising,
1: keep growing. What would you say? The sign, the sign, keep, keep, keep living, keep doing new things, keep, challenging yourself you know um, get clear on what you want for you get clear on who you are first what drives you what motivates you what inspires you what lights you up from the inside um, who you actually are what you value what's important to you because knowing all that you can then start to explore and really start to explore what would I do if I didn't have any fear, you know? Mm-hmm. What would I do if I knew that anything was possible for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and and start to just just dream, write down the dreams, write down the ideas as they come, not thinking like, okay, if I write it down, I've got to do it, more about write down the ideas. And, and it certainly is something that I, I did, but I would say, you know, my older self to my younger self to say, keep believing in yourself, keep believing in yourself, keep believing what's possible for you. You know, what's out there is not what you actually see now, there's so much more. And um, yeah, keep growing, keep growing into who you're meant to be.
0: I agree with that. And that identity, that core, I don't know that we tap into that fully until, well, I guess I suppose at every every age, we, we re-evaluate who we are maybe and kind of reset that in our identity. But I feel like when I got into my 50s, I started to really discover those things that you said, what do I really enjoy? What am I really passionate about? Because I had to take care of other people in their dreams and their passions children and I became a grandmother at a very young age I was a young mom and then my daughter was a young mom and so at 38 I was already a grandma and I didn't get, yeah I didn't even get an empty nest I mean my daughter was 18 I was 19 she and her husband they they got married young and so it was like Wait, I want an empty nest. I I don't I didn't want to be a grandma so fast. But the minute I saw the baby's face, it was like, come to grandma.
1: (laughs) That's what it's like, isn't it?
0: (laughs) It's like, you know, it's that exactly it. But at the same time, taking care of everyone else and feeling that maybe it was selfish to put my needs first or to even have needs, or to think that maybe I shouldn't have an imagination and dream. That was child's play. And I went through Uh, Deb, after being married for 28 years, I went through divorce and it wasn't anything that I had wanted or sought after, albeit now on the other end of it. I'm so grateful because it really was not a, it was kind of toxic uh, relationship, but um, it was what I had accustomed to. So all of a sudden at 46, I hadn't been on a date since I was 17. Now I'm 46. I don't know what I'm doing. I had to change careers as a result of my divorce because I was at work in the church and that didn't Mm. go well for a divorced woman. And so my livelihood, my children had all gone. Then my dog died and then my husband left. So I did have to tap into that reinvention. I did have to dig down deep and say, okay, Dawn, who are you? What do you love? What do you want to do? It was a very scary time, very difficult time. And yet I will say the most blessed time ever. I'm so grateful. Some things just had to die and had to change so that I could emerge and have a new opportunity. So what would you say to the woman who might be listening? Like you, you had an empty nest and your dad died. You experienced the the burnout and the adrenal fatigue. I went through a tragedy. What would you say to the woman listening who might feel like she's just overwhelmed with grief or, or pain or depression, despair? Yeah.
1: I, would, I would say to that woman is to allow herself to feel what she's feeling. I think sometimes we try to push it away or make it not okay or feel like we've got to hide or... Um, when we're experiencing grief, and and that losses come in so many different forms, um, you know, with the loss of a marriage, there's there's you know, there's there's a huge amount of grief around that, and we sometimes don't express it enough. And I think I divorced from my boy's father oh, 27 years ago, but he recently died this year. And when we went through that separation, I didn't really express the grief of the loss of the marriage, but when he died, I did. Yeah, so it's important that we allow ourselves to feel the grief. That's what I would say to her. And then just just start to explore what I think the the big question I asked myself to start with was how do I want to feel every day? And that began the process for me. Yeah, how do I want to feel every way from tomorrow, from the next day of my life? How do I want to feel every day? What's going to bring me that? What, what, you know, what is what has brought me joy in the past? And mm-hmm. start to just journal. I mean, journaling helps so much. Journaling helps get the emotion out. It helps you express. And when you express, you can release it then. Yes. When you don't express, you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Really powerful. I am in agreement with that. With the journaling and expressive writing, maybe write a question and then just write your thoughts around it. I don't know really what I'm feeling until I start writing because I'll write my mind first and what I know. And then as I keep writing, all of a sudden, other emotions come up that I'm like, I did not identify that I was feeling that way until I started to journal. Yeah. So that's really really incredibly important. I agree with that. Yes, I would say the same thing to that woman that, you know, feel what you're feeling, go through what you're going through. But you said, how do I want to feel every day? Yeah. Do we get to choose how we yeah. Want to feel? Yeah, we do. yeah.
1: yeah. every single that. day we get the choice. Yeah, every single day that we we get the choice. And, and for me, it was, when I was in, I was in a very dark space when I lost my father. Mm. Um, he was the last of my parents to pass away, and he lived just across the road, so it was part of my everyday life. Yeah, and um, and so when I lost him, I I realized that I'd moved my nurturing side, my mother's side, from my children to my father because he moved up here at exactly the time they left the nest. So. I moved that role so that so there was a double whammy there and and I ended up in a really dark place and so for me it was very much about feeling then so and and I lost um, love for everything that I enjoyed up until that point so um, I, I, not my family of course and I was still working with clients that I loved and I have friends that I love sure. so what I mean is I'd lost that real drive for what what you know I wanted to do and what I wanted the rest of my life to look like so um, so that was a really good starting point for me because I was in that real massive feeling place of well you know for the rest of my life how do I want to feel every day when I get up in the morning what is it that I could be doing every day that would help me feel that way and it started the process. We do get a choice as to how we feel. And even in the darkest times, we can feel uplifted. In a, in a rest of the life um, aspect, though, I really feel it's about doing things that light you up from the inside. Even if it's just sitting in the space of being, sitting in nature, you know, it's doing what is going to light you up from the inside. What's going to give you comfort? What's going to give you joy? Um, I know for me, nature's a big place. I have a, a little, a certain spot on the beach that I go to that not many people go to, and I sit there if I want comfort. Yeah, so it's kind of, um, it's a great, it's a great question to start with because it opens it up. Of okay, if I want to feel like this every day, what do I need to be doing that's going to help me feel like this every day? Mm-hmm. And like you said, when you start writing, the ideas begin to come, and that's how I began the process of actually rediscovering me, which created the process that I now teach other women. I'm mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. great. Yes. Yeah. I yeah.
0: want to hear about that um, just a little bit. And I know that you do a yearly journal and a planner that you make available for ladies. And I don't know if that's still available or not, but we can certainly put that in the show notes, but Definitely. how important is it to have a process, a mentor or a coach, somebody guiding you through this, you figured it out on your own. And I'm sure that took a lot of energy and soul searching and time and reflection, but now you're able to coach someone else through that process. I feel like coaching is really critically important for all of us. What would you say to that?
1: Oh, I, I, I certainly agree. And I also, I think it's important to find a coach that has been through a similar experience too. I honestly believe that's important. I know that when we're taught to coach, we're taught that a mindset coach doesn't need to have been in that experience to coach someone with mindset, which is true. But to find someone that's of a similar age or has been through that age and has been through similar things is is really powerful Mm -hmm. because they know where you're coming from. You also feel like you're not alone because there's that tendency to think, oh, my God, is it just me? you know Um, so it's 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 wonderful to find that and a coach is going to help you stay on track it's great to get a process and if you have the commitment levels and the willingness to sit with it and you've got the process to follow that's fantastic Um, but to work with a coach something that a coach has developed that's going to take you through a process is really empowering so empowering than just trying to figure it out yourself. I mean, I've been coaching for seven years when I went through this and I it took me three months to go through it. And that was just like, well, what if I do this? And what if I bring that resource and use that tool and ask myself that question? But that's seven years of coaching experience that helped me do that. So, yeah, to do that on your own would be... um. It, it's possible, but it's it's not going to be as powerful as working with a coach. Absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. you're going to get so much more. It's it's uh, if you want to get from where you are to where you want to be, then it's worth investing in yourself. I really believe that.
0: Yes, mm. I agree, and that's been my experience too. I know that I often think about, you know, I'm here, I want to go here. And what's that bridge that's going to get me there? But I also find, and I feel like a coach is that bridge, of course, but I also find that sometimes a coach can help stimulate in you thoughts that you haven't even had yet. Like, I don't know where I want to be. I just know I don't want to be here. You know, so not only do I need a strategic plan to get where I want to go, I'm going to figure out where I want to go. And I think that mentoring and coaching and being around other like-minded people is really beneficial. So that's why I'm very thankful that you're on our program tonight, because the women that are listening to this, this is our audience, this midlife woman who finds herself in transition, finds herself grieving looks in the mirror and says where did i get that extra 20 pounds and when will this menopause end and i don't know who i am anymore and so we just want all of you listening to know that we've been there we've been through it we are in it going through it and um again like we said you can have it happen to you or happen for you yeah
1: yeah it's so true i love yeah i love what you said i don't know what i want and that quite often is is the case sometimes women um i connect with i've got lots of options and they're scared that they're going to make the wrong choice so there's that side of it but there's also i've got no idea it's just blank i don't know i have no idea what i want i just know i don't want this having the questions knowing that someone can guide you with the right questions to find the right answers and this is one of the most powerful things about coaching
0: that's what a mentor or a coach does for you, help you d- draw the answers out by asking you those questions. And you asked it of yourself as you coached yourself. What do I want to feel? How do I want to feel every day? Great yeah. question. We're thankful for you, Deb, and so grateful that you came on the brave-hearted Woman tonight. And where can folks find you if they want to learn more about you or your courses or you have a uh, a retreat that you even do. Of course, I'm mm. sure that's way across the ocean. But for those listening, tell us where we can reach you.
1: It is the retreats so are in beautiful tropical far north Queensland. So yeah, that's a lovely spot. But they are over the over the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can reach me um, through my website, womenreinventingmidlife.com. And uh, my email is info at womenreinventingmiddlelife dot Really easy, easy yeah. and beautiful. Yeah. Closing yeah. thoughts, Deb. What what do you want to leave
0: us with?
1: That belief that that anything is possible, and it doesn't end just because we've reached a certain age. I spoke with someone yesterday who's starting a new business at fifty nine and she is doing amazing things. You know, I have women that are in the Women Reinventing Midlife Club and they're in their 60s and they're doing amazing things, you know. Um, I see it all the time. And if you wanna look for people that are well-known, you can look at people like um, Ariana Huffington, Louise L. Hay, you know, they all did amazing things in this second half of life. And it's easy to say, oh, well, that's okay for them because and you can put any reason that you want in there, yeah, they're you know, they knew the right people or they're more confident or they know more or you can put all those reasons in there. But it is possible for everyone. It is possible for everyone. And know that, you know, whatever you're telling yourself that's limiting you, it's just a story. mm mm-hmm. And it's just about changing the story. That's all it is, because anything's possible right up until the day we die. I totally believe that, 100%. I totally agree. And
0: I hope that this episode of the Bravehearted Woman podcast, for you listening, has really inspired you. I hope that you feel like maybe... You are moved and encouraged to take the limits off of your thinking, to be willing to explore what is next for me? What what does light me up? What does inspire me? And maybe perhaps you've heard something tonight that you thought, I didn't believe that would be possible. I, I thought my best days were behind me, but you've inspired me tonight to think about what I could do. I hope that's happened for you. We'd love to hear from you. If it has, you can certainly reach me at DawnDamon.com. But whatever you do, don't do nothing. Your greatness is still waiting. There are seeds inside of you that are yet to bloom. I always say, Deb, that I was a late bloomer, but late bloomers still bloom. So, I think there's seeds inside of us for every season of our life. And when the environment is right, they come to, they come to fruition. So keep on dreaming. Keep on believing. Dawn Damon, your Brave Heart Mentor. I'm going to leave you like I always do. Women, it's time for you to find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.